Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1104, air date September 15th, 2022. Welcome, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. We're going to be doing our 4 p.m. health series from now on. Um, given so many things going on, uh, I'm going to be on a little more of a tighter schedule. 8 a.m. in the morning, I'll be doing something related to current events, and at 4 p.m., we'll have our health series. But today's discussion um, that it's posted up there that some of you may have seen is on toasted or sprouted oat groats, which is healthier. And it's part of our food is medicine series. Some of you may have been tracking this. We essentially uh, take a food and then using our cytosol technology, we try to understand the effects of the molecules in that food and our health. As everyone knows, food is medicine. What is the difference between a pharmaceutical drug and food? Well, here's the following difference. A pharmaceutical drug, by and large, is a synthetic molecule that doesn't exist in nature. So if you get a bottle of Advil, for example, or ibuprofen is called, there's a molecule in there called ibuprofen. And that molecule doesn't occur in nature. It was made in a lab. And that molecule, when you ingest it, uh, it's called a COX-2 inhibitor. COX-2 is a molecule, and it goes inhibits that throughout your body, um, it's not very specific, and that results um, in the reduction of uh, inflammation, okay? Well, when you eat certain foods, let's say you take ginger and turmeric and certain foods, those foods have many, many molecules, but they're all naturally occurring compounds. And those naturally occurring compounds go affect different parts of your molecular machinery, and they result in different biological results. For example, it could reduce inflammation and so on, right? There's obviously things in nature that are also poison, right? Food is medicine. So um, we're gonna talk today about the notion that when you start looking at stuff like foods, like oats or any food for that matter, one of the things that's left out of a lot of the discussion that you'll pretty much see on most of these YouTube expert health reports is they'll tell you, eat this food, it's good for this, don't eat this food, it's bad for this, follow this diet. And that is what we call reductionism. Because first of all, the complexity of you or anyone's body is um, highly complex. Um, complexity is highly complex, but it is, right? And so what's right for you may not be right for someone else, but more importantly, how is that food processed? Is that food steamed? Is it roasted? Is it um, made into a juice? Is it combined with other things? Uh, is it frozen? All these different kinds of things that you can do to food has different effects on it. And when we look at oats, for example, and we did a whole series, we looked at almonds so far, we looked at sunflower, and we looked at the various incarnations of these things. We looked at, for example, all the sprouted versions of these products 
in a bunch of series I did on oats, um, on uh, on um, sunflower seeds and um, almonds. And we showed when you sprout things, they have a lot more bioavailable nutrients. And then we compared, uh, for example, almonds and sunflower seeds to the roasted versions as well as to the um, uh, raw versions. Today, we're going to look at toasted. We're going to look at the toasted um, or sprouted oat groats, okay? Should you sprout the oats and then eat them? It's actually oat groats, or should you toast them, which is essentially cooking them? Which one is better, okay? And that's what we're going to be talking about. But the key intention of all of this is that I recommend it to all of you is we want to take a systems approach uh, instead of just saying something's good or bad or pro or anti. It's not a good way to look at life. So to begin, any one of you wants to know more about um, all the different things uh, that I'm involved in from Cytosolve to our movement, Truth, Freedom, Health, which we'll talk about to the invention of email, go to vashiva.com. Um, but one of the core themes you'll learn is that we take a systems approach Politically, you can take a systems approach to understand the power of system science to your own life, how freedom is related to truth and health. These are forces of nature, the force of transport, the force of conversion, and the force of storage. Those will mean more to you, um, and I encourage all of you guys to take the course, Truth, Freedom, Health. Go there, and it's an entire course where you learn the science of systems. But this is the approach we take. So what we've learned so far, when we looked at raw versus sprouted oat groats, we already did that in a previous video, is that um, one thing to mention is what is a sp something sprouted? Typically when you sprout something, if it's a nut or a seed or a grain, you soak it overnight so you get some water, you know, put the oat groats in there and you soak it. And the next morning you throw away the water and then you take the soaked, oats and it could be for almonds or seeds and you put it typically in a cheesecloth and you hang it and that sometimes you don't have to hang them like almonds but if you want to keep it off your counter but uh and you keep making sure it's wet in about a couple of days it'll start getting little sprouts that's what we mean by sprouting some people it's uh will sort, sort of put the seeds in i do this with when i if i make oats or if i make uh any almonds in the morning. I'll soak them because I don't have time to sprout them, but it still eliminates what are called a lot of the uh, phytic acid components, some of these compounds, which actually inhibit your uh, mineral absorption. Most traditional cultures, when it came to grains or seeds or nuts, they'll at minimum soak them overnight, and, and sometimes they fermented them for a few days, and then they used it. It's a much more um, uh, way of making ingredients in these things bioavailable, all right? So it's something you, you should really think about. Um, again, you have diets that saying, don't eat grain, eat grain, right? Well, it's how you eat the grains, it's how it's processed. So what we talked about last time was when we looked at raw oats versus sprouted, what we noticed was that the sprouted oat groats contain 1.1 to 10.5 times more free amino acids. In fact, one of the amino acids, GABA, was 10.5 times more, okay, in oat groats. So again, sprouting releases nutrition. That's, that was a takeaway from the amino acid standpoint. Sprouted oat goats also contain, oat groats, not goats, contain 4.5 to six times more digestive enzymes. Okay, those are enzymes that help you digest food. 
one of the key things to help in the conversion process is digestion. Um, if you eat food and it has the enzymes with it, enzymes are the chemicals that help the digestive process. They make digestion easier. So for example, if you have a big piece of steak or if you have a, even a broccoli or whatever you're eating and you wanna get all the nutrients out of it, these catalysts known as enzymes are key to supporting the conversion of that block of something into the breaking it up. So it's basically you're, you're in, a, in a good system of digestion, your, your body, your stomach takes that and it essentially pulverizes it so you get all the nutrients. You don't wanna leave a lot of waste, all right? Enzymes are key to health. I would say one of the, if you have digestive issues, go explore digestive enzymes. Most of the foods that are raw or natural, you know, in their natural state, if they're properly processed, will have the proper amount of enzymes. If I'm on the road, I, I don't, or I think uh, I'm not, if I go to a restaurant, I'll typically carry enzymes with me and I'll pop some enzymes in because you don't know how they cooked a lot of their foods and you wanna make sure the digestion process is occurring well. So enzymes, in the case of oat groats, the oats already are packed with enzymes, 4.5 times to six times more digestive enzymes. So when you eat the sprouted, your body's able to better assimilate them, okay? Uh, Maria says, I have sprout, I've soaked and sprouted oat groats organic. They have a good taste. They're great with all fruits. Okay, that's great, Maria, thank you. So the point is that if you sprout things, your body can digest it more, okay? The other thing, sprouted oat, oat, oat groats contain three times less phytic acid. Phytic acid are those components in plants typically, because plants have to protect themselves from animals, right? Eating them, so they have quote unquote poisons. Phytic acid is one of them. Um, in certain levels, phytic acid actually is important, phytates and things like that for your body. Obviously, they have anti-cancer causing capabilities, but they can also um, at high levels, you know, inhibit mineral absorption. So oat groats contain three times less phytic acid. So you, have, you reduce the amount of phytic acid so you can absorb these. And the next thing is oat groats, contain 1.1 to 1 times, 1.9 times more anti-atherosclerotic aventhromides. This is really good for heart health. This is why people say oats are good for breaking a plaque, okay? Bottom line is, when you look at this, should you eat the oats raw or sprouted? Definitely recommend sprouted, why? Um, because you have a, um, the uh, ability to absorb them better and less is essentially more, okay? Um, so would you apply soaking to steel cut oats? Definitely, Heather. Yeah, look, when you hydrate things, you soak it and you throw the water out the next morning, you're particularly in eliminating these phytic acids, you're making it more digestible, okay? You can soak it for more than one day also, Heather. Um, yeah, someone said, Andrew said, I heard two days ago that phytic acid blocks zinc absorption. Yeah, Andrew, this is why if you look at vegetarians um, in cultures where they don't know how to properly use traditional techniques to eat food, I mean, the people in India who've been eating vegetarian food for years, they follow a lot of these practices. You'll find certain people in America who suddenly start becoming vegetarian, they start looking pretty unhealthy 
because of the fact that they're not getting enough minerals, as a Andy just said, um, because if you just eat grains not properly processed, you're going to get problems with phytic acid absorption. So um, even if you're going to eat rice or brown rice, I highly recommend at least soak it overnight, throw out the water, and then cook it, okay? So there you go. So that's what we talked about last week, okay? But today we're going to compare the sprouted oats to what happens when you cook them, okay? So we already know sprouted oat oats, oat groats are better than the raw, but we're going to talk about what happens sprouted versus the cooked, all right? And by the way, all of you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com to learn more about the entire educational program that we've created, which will really give you a systems approach. And you can take that systems approach, apply it to food, you can apply it to your health, you can apply it to politics, you can apply it to anything you desire, but it'll give you a much more holistic way of looking at yourself, your body, and everything around you. So I just want to take a, a, a quick break and just play a video called Journey to Systems, which will give you my personal journey uh, to the, this whole approach of thinking clearly. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently, at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There, I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. 
These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory, honoring my grandmother to develop Your Body, Your System, a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food, supplements and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state. And Systems Health, an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems, the science of everything, be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light. Learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. All right, welcome back. One of the key things that you learn through Truth, Freedom, and Health and the System Science course is you learn how to think, not what to think. And this evening, we already did our session at 11 a.m. This, this morning, but at 8 p.m., all of you listening are invited to come to our orientation. And you can just simply go to vashiva.com slash orientation and just send an RSVP and you'll have access to join us. It's a great community of people. You'll meet a lot of great people, um, but join us. So let's go um, to really understand um, when we um, do the analysis on oat growth, we use a very powerful technique called cytosol. And cytosol is this capability that allows us to really understand and uh, from an environmental standpoint, from a sustainability standpoint, if you want to use those words, um, we're really dedicated to fight racism and uh, be really the proponents of indigenous medicine. So for example, if you look at the indigenous medicines all over the world, like I just mentioned, this concept of soaking grains, this comes from just indigenous cultures. They figured out how to do this. And Cytosolves, one of its goals is we want to preserve the best of those cultures. So we pass on that knowledge. So we don't, you know, spend another thousand years figuring out stuff someone else did. So that's one of the goals of Cytosol. The other goal is Cytosol is uh, dedicated to eliminating animal testing. The technology we have allows us all the testing that we're doing, all the knowledge that we're sharing, no animals were killed in any of this, okay? And I know a lot of people, if you're animal lovers, you like that. And the other piece is that where our goal is to also recognize that the drug development process, big pharma, has no interest in pushing nutrition. They don't. They're more about you taking this pill to affect a disease after you've not taken care of yourself. So our goal is when you look at this entire drug development process, it's breaks basically broken. They take a drug, they test in the, in the test tube, and then they kill a bunch of animals for many years. And then if, if they think this is working, then they go through human trials, phase one, phase two, phase three. This entire process is only 20% ever make it out of here. It costs them $5 billion to produce a drug, which has lots and lots of side effects. In fact, you can see as pharma companies spend more and more on R&D, they're finding less and less new drugs. This is why big pharma doesn't want to focus on foods. Um, this is why they needed vaccines to help them save their entire industry because they weren't making any money, frankly, doing their uh, broken way of drug development. So this is important to remember. And the way 
that the pharma guys work is they don't take a systems approach. Food requires a systems approach. They're more like the blind man touching the elephant. If this elephant represents cancer, they got different biologists working like blind men on the components and none of them actually work together to understand what's going on. Yeah, um, there you go. Yes, uh, Ahmad Latif Jedi says, pathology focus on disease, exactly. So um, they, they would end up with something like this that looked uh, like the elephant. This is really called, we call reductionism. The other uh, area that Cytosolve is doing is we're actually supporting real science. We want to destroy the collusion in science. Right now you have big government, works with big academia, which works with big publishers of the major scientific journals, which works with big pharma. And this is this incestuous web of science. So we've already seen in a lot of the research work, you're finding these institutions were funded by taxpayer money, people made up data, and they pushed it out there. Um, we're seeing this in a bunch of areas. And um, what we want to do is Cytosolve is really science by the people, for the people. What we're able to do is all this research that we're talking about is we're able to take all that research that's out there, use Cytosolve to extract the mechanisms, we architect it, and then we understand at the molecular systems level what's going on. And Cytosolve is this, you can go to cytosolve.com. You, you can go to the site here and you'll find we have the Open Science Institute. And I want to just let you know all this research that we're doing is research by the people for the people. So all the um, contributions you make are what allows us to do this research. And you can support the Cytosolve Open Science Institute. You can go there and you can contribute to different programs. Today we're going to, you know, oats really fall into the area of gut and brain health. And when you contribute here, we actually give you gifts. So if you contribute $100 or more, you get 15 different gifts and you get to join the warrior program at Truth, Freedom and Health. You know, if you contribute 25 to 99, you get the supporter program. You get still a lot of gifts. We want to thank you for what you've done. If you don't have any money, you can still become a member and get three gifts. That's up to you. So when we look at toasted versus sprouted oat groats, we want to apply the systems approach. First of all, we're going to talk about the biological functions and the health benefits of oats. We're going to look at how the current system doesn't really want you to look at food as medicine. And then we're going to talk about the nutritional differences between toasted and sprouted oat growth. So let's start with oats, oat growth. It's known as Avena sativa. And by the way, if you take the oats and you mash it down, you know, that's really what, you know, you, uh, like steel cut oats, that's really uh, when you have the flattened oats, okay? So that's really oats, um, and they remove that husk off of it. Now, it's an ancient grain that's been cultivated and consumed worldwide. It belongs to the Posha grass family. It was first domesticated around 4,500 years ago in the Fertile Crescent of the Near East. And it has, it's one of the, you know, very, very high nutritional value grain, a lot of nutrition, okay? Um, your health gives you the ability to be free and to seek truth, freedom, and health. That's what Terry Lima Rosen says, exactly. Um, and Stephen Hickson said, I miss my mom's home cooking, was all homemade. She would have been 97, but passed years ago, a generation we should remember for their simple way of life. Yes, Stephen, simple foods, you know, made simply have very powerful uh, nutritional value, but sorry to hear about your mom. Um, so let's look at, first of all,
we want to look at the health benefits of gro oat groats, health benefits of oat groats by looking at the seven biological effects. And first of all, we need to understand the systems that oat groats affect. First of all, start over here at one o'clock here. Oats have a significant value on your heart system, heart health. They affect your metabolic health, diabetes and obesity. They support digestive health. They support immune health. They support the gut microbiome, all those critters in your gut, which are important to you. And it also supports skin health or dermatitis, okay? So these are all the systems oats um, support. And what are the six biological effects? Let me say, sorry about this. Let's count our numbers wrong. We start again here. <laughs> it's six biological effects, okay? We have six biological effects of oat groats. And we talked about the systems. The six biological effects are the following. It's antioxidant. It is anti-inflammatory. Immunomodulatory. What does this mean? This immunomodulatory is very important. Some people have massive reactions to everything they eat. And I, the example I give is you're riding a car and you hit a bump and your car goes bang, bang, bang. The shock absorbers, let's say, don't work properly. You have no modulation, so you don't hit a bump and you go through it nice and slow you know, and you, and you know, without feeling anything where your immune system's like that, the bump could be some allergen you take or something you're exposed to and your immune system goes crazy. It, it breaks out in hives. It, you know, it doesn't know how to modulate the response to the thing that attacks you. This is by the way, it's not the virus. I've mentioned this for many, many years. It's not the virus that kills you. It is your body's reaction to that virus how your body reacts to the foreign bump, the host, okay? So if you have immunomodulation, you're getting those nice shock absorbers, okay? Anti-atherosclerotic, which means your uh, body is able to protect itself from the plaque formation. Anti-diabetic, says what it is, and anti-cancer, okay? So oats have very, and there's lots and lots of research done on this. We'll walk through that. All right. Now let's go to analyzing oat groats using cytosol and integrating the current research. So what's the current research? So oats have been studied over 123 years, okay? 370 clinical trials and 6,711 research articles. So you can see this is a very, very well-studied food. Six that over, you know, 6,700 articles over 123 years. So cytosol is able to look at all of that and then we're able to figure out the science and the truth. And now let's look at the oat groats health benefits, okay? There are, again, this is, um, there's 30, oh, that's right, there's 33. Sorry about this. So we're gonna look at the nutrients in oat groats, the nutrients in oat groats, and we're gonna look at the 33 key molecules. Again, oats aren't just like one molecule. Most food isn't. Oats contain 33 different molecules, okay? Um, someone said, can I just eat regular oatmeal? Sure. Um, one of the things, even if you're going to get your oatmeal, my suggestion is soak it overnight. You know, in the morning you get up, uh, uh, get the water, throw it out and then cook with that. But it's always good to soak because you eliminate a lot of these phytates and it'll also make the oats more bioavailable and you can also cook it faster too. Um, a lot of benefits to do that and you're sleeping anyway. So why not? let some of the pre-digestion take place. So now let's go to this. So the nutrients 
let's look at the nutrients in oat groats. And there are 33 key molecules. 33. So let's look at what they are. Um, when we look at the molecules, we always, before we look at them, we always want to look at what we call the macronutrients. And there's typically, you know, these um, three major macronutrients, carbohydrates. And you can see oats are very rich in carbohydrates. So in the morning, you need energy, right? Um, you're going to go before workout, a couple hours before workout, a lot of carbs that you can burn off if you need to. Um, 60 grams per 100 grams, tremendous amount of dietary fiber, very, very important, beta-glucan, 8.5 grams to about 100 grams. Proteins, look at that, 20 grams of protein, incredible amount of protein, and then lipids, 7 grams, which, is, which are the fats. So it's, it's a pretty, you know, it's almost like a superfood, right? You get your carbs, you get your proteins, and you get your lipids. What are the micronutrients? Well, there are four micronutrients here, vitamins, minerals, phenolic compounds, and amino acids. We're going to go through each one of these, okay? Um, here are the, you know, the vitamins here, okay? So there's seven key vitamins, vitamin B2, niacin, pantothenic acid, vitamin B6, vitamin C, A, and E. It's got four of the B vitamins right there. But those are the seven key vitamins that are in oat groats. Vitamin B2, niacin, pantothenic acid, vitamin B6, very important for your nerves, vitamin C, vitamin A, and vitamin E. Now let's go to the five key minerals, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, zinc, and iron. And you'll always notice that calcium and magnesium come in varying ratios in food. And there's always been a big discussion about this, how much calcium magnesium you need. There was a theory that you should get two to one calcium, which means you have a thousand milligrams of calcium. And this was sort of in the 80s, 90s, uh, you know, 500 milligrams of uh, magnesium you'd need. And then now there's been more of a different reasoning saying you should have about the same. Anyway, it's, a, it's one of these interesting questions people haven't resolved. But the bottom line is you definitely need calcium and magnesium. And notice you sort of have it packed together. Phosphorus for the brain, zinc, and iron. Key minerals. The eight key phenolic compounds, okay? B beta tocopherol, alpha tocotrienol, ferulic acid, p cumaric acid, vanillin, aventhromide 2C, aventhromide 2P, and aventhromide 2F, okay? So you have eight key phenolic compounds. And then we have 11 amino acids. Why are amino acids important? What are amino acids? Amino acids have been called the building block of life. And those 11 key amino acids um, are these. And these are important because amino acids come together and they create protein. You can literally eat amino acids and your body will create proteins. And in fact, your body breaks down proteins to create amino acids. So when you eat a piece of protein, whatever it may be, vegetable, non-vegetable, your body will pulverize that and make amino acids. Well, here you're also getting these amino acids in the food, histidine, arginine, threonine, uh, tyrosine, valine, methionine, cysteine, leucine, isoleucine, phenylalanine, and lysine, okay? Um, there we go. So finally, when you look at it all, we have a total of 
31, 31 key molecules, right? And what I had said here was wrong. Sorry, we always have these errors here. We gotta talk to our uh, team who does the editing on these finally, but it, we have 31 key molecules. So the nutrients and oak roads, we have 31 key molecules. We've talked about this, this, this. And so at the end of the day, we have 31 key molecules. And there you can see. So when you're eating oats, you're getting minerals, you're getting vitamins, you're getting phenolic compounds, you're getting amino acids. It's one of the reasons we say food is medicine. Um, you can just take pills, you know, to supplement. In fact, if you're going to take supplements, by the way, another key point, if you're going to have your morning supplements, take your supplements with food always and eat your food well, because what happens is the supplements with food are like a matrix. You're almost like tricking the body to boost that food with the supplements, especially as people have talked about, a lot of the minerals in our soils are being uh, drained. But if you eat the foods with the supplements, you literally have um, a superfood, right? You're, you're, you're boosting up your food. Now, let's go to the next question. Are oat goats right for you, your body, your system? As many of you know, we take a systems approach. I'm not going to say oats are good, oats are bad, okay? Um, uh, um, so... Let's start with our oat groats right for you, okay? So we have created a very powerful tool. It took me about 20 years to create this set. Um, it combines systems theory with Eastern systems of medicine, Ayurveda and Siddha. So in the traditional systems of medicine, when a guru or a healer looked at you, like my grandmother would look at your face, and then she could determine what your state was and what was right for you. Sometimes maybe you shouldn't eat this and sometimes you should eat this. Not everything was based on always keep eating this. So your body, your system is a tool that I created, which combines the systems principles, which you can learn at your truthfreedomandhealth.com. And this tool, the idea here is be happy, be you. And it says health begins with knowing the unique you. Your body is a unique system that needs the right inputs for the right conditions. Use this tool to know the unique you on your journey to real health and to understand, you know, the nature of all systems. So let me walk you through this. In the course, which I'll talk a little bit more about, but in the course that we teach, which is you could take this course at truthfreedomhealth.com, you understand the nature of all things in the universe. You learn the science of systems. But there are nine principles which run all systems. Three of them are the concept of transport, conversion, and storage. Transport is a movement of things, which occurs everywhere in nature. Conversion is a process of taking one thing from one form to another form, which also occurs everywhere in nature. Think about, you know, the oceans heat up, they put up water vapor, which forms clouds. That's a conversion process. You eat something, your body digests it. Digestion is a conversion process. Storage or structure is the aspects of nature which provide strength or structure, your skeletal structure, the beams in a building, you know, the trunk of a tree. These are the storage elements, all right? And in the Indian system, they were called vata, pitta, kapha. And so this is the Western approach. Here's the Eastern approach, same principles. So what I've done here is I've taken those principles 
So you, the center center here is zero. T over here on the circle here represent you're at 100% transport, 100% conversion, 100% storage. And what we can do here is using this tool, you answer a set of 30 questions and it figures out who you are, what kind of system you are. That's the red dot. You answer a different set of questions, which are more based on what's going on with you today. And that's the black dot that lets you know where you are today. So the goal of health is not eating this diet or that diet, avoiding this or that. The goal is balance for you, bringing the black dot to the red dot. And we have this methodology where once you give it the information, it'll actually calculate for you what's right for you. In fact, it'll calculate for you an entire menu for you, which can change. Your menu, if your black dot is here versus here versus here, will vary. Because this means maybe you're traveling, maybe you're in different parts of the world, right? So it adjusts for that. So when we look at oats, if this is you, look what oats do. They stabilize transport. They calm you down. They stabilize your digestion conversion, but they increase storage, which means they give you energy. They're carbohydrates, right? Um, they'll give you support your bones and your tissues, okay? So this is the Eastern systems and Western analysis of oats as a food. What you can also do in, with your body, your system, which by the way, your body, your system is a tool you get for free in the Truth, Freedom, and Health platform. So please take advantage of it. It's included. But let's say your body is here and um, this is where you're at today. What happens when you eat oats? See, oats move you towards storage, right? They increase strength. All right. There you go. And those of you who contribute 100 or more, you will get your body, your system, and you'll get many, many other tools. And I'll talk more about that. Now, problems with oat groats, two issues to consider. Again, the Your Body, Your System tool will help you figure out how oats will help you. But oat groats are not good for everyone. You have to be careful if you consume a lot of it. There are two issues you want to consider. Here are the two issues you want to consider, okay? The first issue is obesity, okay? It's a carbohydrate, right? If you already have lots of weight, you know, this is overconsumption. Doesn't mean don't eat oats, but don't overconsume it. The other thing is bloating. For some people, if they eat too much, they're going to get bloating. And typically, this has to do with other underlying digestive issues, which we can talk about. I'll probably do a whole video just on digestion. Someone asked about that. But again, doesn't mean don't eat it. But if you have an obesity issue and you have aren't blo uh, bloating, be aware of this. Okay, again, nothing is good or bad, right? Um, there you go. What I want to do is um, I want to now share with you. So we've pretty much covered a lot about oats. We still have some more stuff to cover. But I just want to share with you that all of this work that I'm sharing here is using the Cytosolve open science engine that we give away to the public. Um, someone says, how much oats is too much or just right? Yeah, so I would say, you know, if, I mean, if you take a bowl of oats, about a cup of oats, Andrew, not make a, if you make a cup, it may be good for two people. So it's probably about a half a cup to three quarters of, of a cup of oats that you actually using that you're cooking with. Now, you may want to add other things to your oats. You may want to add like chia seeds. You may want to put some fat in there, right? Um, and you may want to put other components. Remember, those are also adding to that, all right? So, you know, it could be about a half a cup of oats cooked oats, 
and then you can put other components into it. But what I've shared with you is we are using Cytosolve, which we're making accessible to the public through videos like this. And then using Cytosolve, we're also now doing lots and lots of research to mathematically model different molecular pathways. And using that pathway analysis, we're actually building new combinations. And I wanna share with you MV25, which is one of the first products after 16 years, I've helped so many other companies use Cytosolve as well as give it away to the public in terms of the information. But we said, hey, why don't we use Cytosolve to look to see if we can create a really good product for pain and inflammation. And let me share with you um, MV25. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling, but most pain medications come with harsh side effects, and many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Hi, I'm Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet. And they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids. And I started taking that MV25. After a bit, I was able to hold cards in my hand. Very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help. And I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately, but within a few days the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it and even when I do things that I shouldn't do, it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean, 100% non-GMO, made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 25 is Cytosolve optimized, which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. Okay, there's a question by Andrew Butte. He says, can cytosol be applied to all industries or is it focused on food and medicine? Great question, Andrew. So cytosol can be applied to anything. We chose, and the problem is when you discover something or you invent something like cytosol, 
you have only so many hours in the day. So we apply, decide to apply it to healthcare, but you can apply it to plants, agriculture, which we've done. We modeled all the molecular pathways, for example, of how plants undergo metabolism. And then what happens when you uh, do genetic engineering? You can apply it to chemical, any chemical process, right? So people are doing energy kind of stuff. A friend of mine is doing fuel cells right now, um, hydrogen fuel cells, and there's chemical reactions here. So we're exploring applying cytosol to that. Um, anything where chemical reactions are involved. So you can apply cytosol too. All right. So you guys understand what MV25 is. If you want to find it, some people, someone just text me to remind people. Uh, you can go to the shop on vashiva.com. You'll find the product there and you can get it there. Okay. We talked about this is since, if, since we have the food is medicine series, we want to point out not everyone thinks food is medicine, right? Or not everyone knows. Um, uh, if not everyone knows food is medicine. So, um, and particularly this is a problem in the medical world because it's not, I don't even think it's doctor's faults, but typically the medical doctors are not trained enough in nutrition. Um, if you went to a, uh, you know, what we call a reductionist narrative, right? The problem is that physicians are trained to just prescribe medicine, right? That's their sort of reductionism. The problem is that nutritional experts, quote unquote, experts always give constant, constant conflicting advice. And this is becoming very difficult for a lot of people. One day fat is good, one day fat is bad, right? And you can keep going on, all right? Um, and doctors, you're never going to hear a doctor say, I spent years studying nutrition medical school. That's never going to happen. And if a doctor does get training, it's maybe maybe about 24 hours of class time on the subject. That's essentially, you know, one full day. That's all they're getting. Think about it. A medical doctor who's supposed to care for your body at best is getting 24 hours, okay? A measly 24 hours. The problem on YouTube with people who take a non-systems approach, they're completely confusing people. In fact, you can see 52% of people polled say that it's easier to do their taxes then to actually figure out what to eat, okay? And as Maria says, you know, your body, your system is a powerful tool Dr. Shiva created over his lifetime. You learn how your body is a system and how to bring it back to homeostasis. And we, by the way, we have a free tutorial. In fact, there's one taking place tomorrow. It's free, come join us. But the problem with this current world is you get all this information and people are completely confused. Um, and um, health. Okay. Now we're going to talk about the nutritional difference between toasted and sprouted oat growth. So now you have all the background. We understand what oats are. We understand the, the molecules in oats. Um, and now we're going to share the cytosol results of this. Okay. So here we go. What is the difference between toasted and sprouted oat growths? And first of all, how does toasting affect oats nutrition? So how do you, how do you figure out you know, what are the measures, right? Whenever you're going to say, okay, I'm going to compare this to this, you have to have some objective measurements. What are the objective measures we're going to use, okay? Stephen Hickson says the doctors are ruled, schooled, and fooled by big pharma. Exactly. It's unfortunate. Some good people go into medicine and they essentially get taken advantage of. And uh, there you go. But let's look at the, the two key measures, 
how does toasting oat groats affect these? What are the two measures? What are the two measures? Okay. And the two measures that we're going to compare to decide the difference between toasted and sprouted oat groats are acrylamides and avanthromides. Avenanthromides. Okay. Avenanthromides. Okay. Acrylamides and avenanthromides. Okay. These are the two variables we're going to look at between sprouting and toasted. Okay. So let's look at that. Acrylamide. And by the way, some of you may have heard this, you know, when um, acrylamides are cancer causing. Um, this is why in many traditional cultures, when they cooked meats, they would do it very slow cooking. They wouldn't roast them and, and make them black because that black stuff that's in the meats, when you overcook the meats and you get, some people love eating that, that has acrylamides in it, okay? So when you look at oats, we're looking at micrograms per kilogram of oats. Raw has zero, germinated has zero. Toasted has 12 to 46, 462, sorry, 462 micrograms per kilogram. Toasting their oat groats over 130 degrees centigrade, which is 266 degrees Fahrenheit, leads to the formation of acrylamides. Some people will take the oats, put it in their ovens, okay, and toast it. And the acrylamide is a potential carcinogen. And toasted oat groats have a high amounts of acrylamide, acrylamide 12 to 462. And sprouted oat groats do not contain acrylamide. All right? But you can see, germinated has nothing raw it doesn't have. So right when you cook it and you toast it, you're increasing the acrylamide content. Again, uh, this is toasted, right? It's not boiled, etc. Aventhromides. So aventhromides... Um, we're looking at um, BC, BF, and BP, and there's micrograms, there's uh, per gram, and you can see raw has 50, now th these are the eventhromides that are good for heart health, okay? And you can see raw has 58.9, uh, 35.9 and 26.7 relative to BC, BF, and BP eventhromides, and toasted has very less of these very important, valuable nutritive items, okay? 1 1.3, 1.7, 1.2.1. Germinated has 64.7, 64.4, and 50.6, respectively, okay? So toasted oat groats have 25 times to 50 times less of anthromides than that of the germinated oat groats. And these are extremely important for preventing plaque formation. So when you toast it, you're really destroying that availability. So this is a this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to eat something in its raw form, but we don't want the raw form to hurt our digestion. You follow what I'm saying? So, all right, so you can take something raw and you can eat it raw. Problem, it has all that phytic acid we talked about. Or you can toast it and then eat it. Yeah, you get rid of the phytic acid, but you also get rid of the nutrients. So what traditional cultures figured out is, oh, there's a third way. You sprout it, you soak it, you use nature, you put it in water, you let it soak, you throw out the water, you sprout it, you get rid of the bad stuff and you enhance the good stuff. Pretty amazing, right? This is why we at Cytosolve are dedicated to paying respect to traditional cultures, but using Cytosolve, like we're doing right now, we're validating 
the value of that tradition. So you just don't say, believe me. And I think this pretty much says it all, right? Here, germination increases. It's better than the raw. You can see that's double the amount of anthromides uh, in terms of the BP of anthromide um, relative raw, raw, about 50% better than BF. And right here, about the same in BC of anthromides. But look at the toasted, it's like 25 times to 50 times less. And if you go back to the acrylamides, the acrylamides are things you don't want in your diet and germination also removes that. So you get the best of both worlds. So think about that. We have a systems approach to processing food, which is germination. You're getting rid of the garbage, reducing that, and you're increasing the value of the good stuff. All right. So there you go. So how much oat groats? Okay. Well, it depends. So you can literally get oats beta glucan. You can get it, right? I mean, you can buy it as a pill. Oat groats extract for lowering cholesterol. If you want to just get very targeted from a natural source, it's not a drug, but if you get the oats beta glucan, beer at all says in 1995, you take about nine grams of the oats beta glucan daily. Oat groats for glucose control, four grams. It's again for diabetics. And oats are actually good for psoriasis and atopic dermatitis. You'll actually see if you go to, um, you know, like CVS or any of these cosmetic places, you'll find they put oats, right? They're putting, um, sometimes people put colloidal oatmeal into these products. And you can see Matheson et al. in 2001 says for psoriasis and atopic dermatitis, 5% colloidal oatmeal. All right. So these are other uses of oats. Just wanted to make sure you're aware of that. So we put out a research on this. Again, everything we do at Cytosol is supported by your contributions. We do our own research. And by the way, we publish our research in the major journals as the big guys do also. But we're not driven by big pharma interests. We're not driven by the big vitamin interests. We do. We take a systems approach because we don't rely on any of them. We stand up on our own two feet. But we did a report um, on this. It was called Germinated, Non-Germinated, and Toasted Oat Groats. And in conclusion, uh, what you find is the reality sprouted oat groats contain 67% less phytic acid. So that's a big takeaway. Phytic acid is not good. Contains less. Sprouted oat groats have four to six, 4.5 to 6 times more digestive enzyme activity. Another big takeaway. Another good thing right? Sprouting brings out. Sprouting also uh, increases the amino acid availability. This is the building blocks of life, protein, 1.1 to 10.5 times. And sprouted oat groats contain more minerals, 1.1 to 1.2 times more. And guess what? Sprouted oat groats also contain 1.1 to 1.9 times more of those eventhromides. There you go. Um, Christine Sorrento says, I like to mix raw oats, sweet cranberry, sliced almonds, and shredded coconut. Okay, she's so, so what Christine is really doing here, she's taking the oats, which are carbohydrate, and she's layering in some fats, the almonds and the shredded coconut. Why is that good? The reason that's good is whenever you have a carb, a sugar, now oats are a complex carb, so you don't have that problem, but when you add a fat to it, what you're doing is you're slowing um, the carbohydrate distribution, especially if you chew it well, okay? So, 
there you go. Okay. So again, the takeaway is less is more. Sprouting brings out the best. Okay. In oats. Next question are, are all oat groats good? Are all of them good? Someone just pointed out, well, conventional, um, particularly with the pesticides they spray on it, they do sometimes post-processing effects, you know, to uh, make them plump up or look better. Um, but oat groats is preferred, you know, organic is preferred over conventional. Um, conventional oat groats, oat groats contain lots of glyphosate, which is also known as Monsanto's Roundup, which is an herbicide, as some of you may know. And that herbicide, um, uh, oops, there we go. And it's an herbicide that is known to cause, has been linked to cancer. Organic oat groats contain five times more mycotoxin, okay, than the um, five times lower mycotoxin, sorry, lower. These are fungi. So think about a lot of the reasons some people say, hey, don't eat these oats or don't eat carbohydrates because they have fungus. Well, the oats have a lot more fungus in there, okay? A lot more fungus. By the way, if you want to take a technique, if you're concerned that you have candida or fungus or you think you have it, if it's nuts or seeds or even grains, a little pinch of salt in your, a little pinch, not too much, when you are soaking it because, you know, fungi really don't like salt, okay? They don't like salt water. Organic farming also produces healthier produce free of pesticides. So definitely organic. Many of you also know it is our movement that we also created the certified clean and the certified raw labels. You'll see it out there. And these mean safe, minimally processed and bioavailable. And look for these labels also. So how can you support Cytosol Research? So anyway, um, you've learned a lot. You've learned about Cytosol. You've learned about MV25. You learned about a systems approach. And I recommend everyone go to truthfreedomhealth.com, come to our open house, but how can you support this research? Because um, it's your support that helps us keep doing this. You can go to truthfreedomhealth.com. As I mentioned, when you contribute, we don't like to take anything for nothing. But if you contribute 100 or more, 100 or more, you get all of these 15 gifts. You get videos. You get four major books on systems, ebooks. You get access to the entire Truth, Freedom, and Health course and portal. And you also um, can be a supporter for 25 to $99, or you can just become a member. So in summary, oat groats are an excellent source of essential nutrients. The nutrients in oat, oat groats provide numerous benefits, including cardio protection, skin protection, metabolic health, improved digestion, and then sprouting oat groats fundamentally enhances their nutritional benefits. That's what it's fundamentally doing. Oops, let me show this up here. And the sprouting of oat groats enhances their nutritional value and it's also uh, eliminates those phytic acid, lowers, um, uh, uh, which are lower in the uh, sprouted oat groats. And the phenolic compounds, like the aventhromides, are higher in the sprouting. By the way, if you guys didn't see, someone said they didn't see all this. If you want to support the movement or the research, go to truthfreedomhealth.com, contribute. You get all these gifts. You could also go and contribute whatever number you want. You can contribute as a supporter. You can contribute as a warrior. You get about a, a 15 gifts, six gifts, or three gifts, okay? So anyway, finally, learn the science of systems. It is really the way for us to understand your body as a system, 
to understand food as a system, to pretty much understand everything in the world as a system. So I, I hope you take advantage of that because it'll really give you a powerful way to look at the world. All right. And let me um, wrap up with mentioning that this evening we have, again, at 8 p.m., if you missed 11 a.m. one EDT, and we do this every Thursdays at 11 or 8 p.m., simply go to vashiva.com slash orientation, and we can, we talk. We have a lot of people joining from all over the world. You'll realize you're not alone. You'll meet other people also interested in health and well-being, as well as health and well-being of the physical body, their environment, society. They want to figure out what's actually going on politically also. So as J.C. Denton says, become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar. All right, let me see if there's any other questions here. Great. All right, everyone, I hope this was valuable. This is Dr. Shiva. Today's talk, again, was looking at the difference between toasted or sprouted oat groats and which is healthier. If you have any ideas of different topics you want me to cover, please let me know. But I look forward uh, to seeing you either at the orientation this evening or the next Thursday. But um, go to truthfreedomandhealth.com, support this research. It's really your research. It's research by the people, for the people. So support that. Thank you, everyone. Have a good evening. Be well.